0: Local media this week is sponsored by Ruth Griffin Photography. This week, local media this week is on an hour earlier at one o'clock on Sunday because uh, we'll be shortly going over to Ogunlo to join Leo and Pat and co for the Munster Camogie Championship uh, senior game between Scarif Ogunlo and Sarsfields. We'd like to wish the girls all the best. You're listening to Scarlet Bay Community Radio and this, this is Local Media This Week, the programme where we have a look at the print media here in County Clare and we have the Clare Champion and we have the Clare Echo and we'll go through various stories that are on it. In case I hear it. The- Delighted to be joined, as you heard there, <laughs> by, uh, <laughs> we have a full squad this evening. Uh, John S. Kelly, you're welcome back. Yeah, thank you very much. Pat O'Brien, you're welcome also. Thank Jim. And David Fleming, you're equally welcome. Thank you, Jim.
1: And you're <laughs> welcome too, Jim. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and we have Luke on sound, so um, we're absolutely at full strength. So looking, I suppose we start at the front pages of the Clare Champion and the Clare Echo. Uh, looking at the uh, Clare Champion, I suppose, first, uh, Shannon Heritage. And there seems to be, we, we've often discussed this Shannon Heritage, where various, I suppose, prized tourism assets from uh, County Clare are, have been part of the Shannon Group, and it's uh, proposed that they be transferred to Clare County Council. But uh, there's, the devil is in the detail, I suppose, and uh, a lot of the, the small print as to who does what will um, have to be ironed out first. There was a protest during the week uh, David, I think there was a protest uh, by some of the workers,
1: and understandably, I suppose they don't know, don't know what's happening. No, and I I think it's for them you'd feel this most acutely because there are people lives at stake. And actually, Councillor Flynn, who has actually gone out to bat um, to see if there can be other solutions, makes this point. There's actually a very uh, pub- there was a, there was a, a bit of a debate between. Um, which is recorded on, in the Clare Echo piece by Porrick McMahon on page four. A bit of a, a, a tit-for-tat between uh, Jerry Flynn, who's an independent councillor, and Deputy, uh, Deputy Crow, uh, the Fianna Fáil TD, Cahill Crow. And uh, it's, worth, it's worth perhaps having a quick go of it. Um, uh, only three political representatives attended the, the, the demonstration, and there's a photograph there of Dolores Broderick um, and other members of staff protesting outside Bunratty. Only three political representatives attended the demonstration, Cahill Crowe TD, Councillor Jerry Flynn, and Councillor PJ Ryan, independent, why, while Michael McNamara TD arrived when the event had concluded. Uh, it's awful uh, that you're out on the street, outside your place of work. It shouldn't have come to this. Every person in government is working to a solution for this, Deputy Crowe uh, remarked. Um, but then I think um, Councillor O'Flynn, um, Councillor Jerry Flynn got going about it, um, and effectively they were saying, I'm trying to think now where in the newspaper that, that bit of a debate was, uh, it's actually not on page four, but Councillor Flynn uh, tried to bring this up at a council meeting and got shot down by the Fianna Fáil councillors and effectively had a go with, uh, had, a go, had a bit of a bounce off um, Cottle Crow. Cottle Crow defended it, saying that actually this was a Barmy proposal to raise a loan. Councillor Flynn wanted to raise a loan to cover the funds so, uh, so, so that Clare County Council t- could take it on.
2: As a matter of interest, are they, are they able uh, to raise a loan? Is it, is it possible for... Well, according to, to the
1: newspapers, they are because they raised the loan for the Gniff's and experience, which they, was done by, by, by way of loan. But
2: the mm-hmm. chief executive, uh, fortnight ago, uh, seemed to indicate... Did he? Am I right, Jim? Yeah, I, I,
0: I'm I, not it sure now, John. Difficulty
2: yeah, in raising yeah. a loan.
0: There seems to be toing and froing between different government departments as well. Does that surprise you? No, it doesn't at all. Right. That one government says, one department says, it, well, it's somebody else's responsibility.
3: Yeah. I have on, on, um, a big debate about, and on, on, on clear of in the other moment. Yeah. And there's five departments involved. <coughs> and they have an, an interdepartmental committee set up. And there's all this to and thrown from one department to the other. Now, uh, people were saying, okay, I think David brought it up there about um, St. John's Castle. St. John's Castle is owned by Limerick City and County Council. And all they had to do was take back the take back the ownership of it. So that's why the problem is in Clare, that it was easier, it was easier to get south out the Limerick one. Hmm. But if you're but there's the five past- There's five groups in it. And yeah they're all thrown and thrown and no one wants to no one wants to make a decision and no one wants to so
2: if you were working if you were working for shannon heritage at this point well you'd be very worried mm. yeah and that's indicative mm. you know? when you
0: mentioned interdepartmental committee yeah. I, yes prime minister yeah. back <laughs> in the day <laughs> was apt. i mean it was sir humphrey's uh, way of passing, kicking, the,
2: book. passing the book kicking, the road, kicking yeah. a
0: problem to touch. Oh, the right. down the road. Yeah.
3: We'll form an interdepartmental and, and, well, I, I think, commission, you know, and and they'll report in about ten years. Mehar Melford said above it the all. Uh, you know, chaos should get on with it. Well, no, I think Mehar Melford should get on with it. Yes. Yeah,
2: and get, yeah, get, yeah. Get, get, what does get, get on, on with in? it?
3: What does that mean, though? Get on with it. He well, used that expression, did he? It means going go, go in and someone and, and appointing someone in charge to say it get heads together because obviously hmm. they're all just would you accept
1: jerry Flynn's independent councillor uh, his proposal that maybe alone is the best way forward and let the departments then reimburse the council ultimately
3: yeah well maybe maybe it is but, but maybe if, if you if if, uh, if you're deciding on a loan maybe they, they have a point you see carl um, co has a point that if you if you go in and decide yeah. that, you're letting the, your leg, the yeah. after after. I know two weeks are, yeah. ago, John, and I think we said this last week. You and
0: I had Timmy Julie in the studio. Yeah. And Timmy's was making the point that that there wo- there wouldn't be a problem with money to, let's say, fix the roof of Bunratty Castle, or like yeah. we call it capital expenditure. Yes. But he said there will not be money given. To
2: running costs. for running costs yeah.
0: because you, could, you might say this was his point now yeah. we'll, we'll cover some of the running costs for a year or two years or whatever mm. and then it will be appealing to extend it and extend it and extend yeah. it so that, that was his point the other day and he, he was um, confident that uh, you know, agreement would be reached they, in the they,
3: they but surely, surely they could come up with a, a, a sum to, to do with the maintenance costs hmm. As an and annual
2: and or, or as a
3: once off well, so I, I think they're talking about
0: over a three-year period, aren't they? Mm-hmm. But sure, any builder yeah. would give them the, an, an estimate of costs. Yeah,
1: but but, but Shannon both. Heritage reported a profit last year. So I don't think the uh, the various properties are loss-making. Um, taken as, as a whole. Taken as a whole. Uh, yes, yes. That's a very important point because I think Bunratty Castle subsidizes the rest of them. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, Shannon Heritage made a profit, so I, I'm not sure this whole argument, which undermines any argument the council might make about the running costs, I thought it was capital costs. So did I. And, yeah. I. and a, big, you, you by all accounts,
3: what you say there?
1: I thought it was capital costs that they, that that they the were, looking were looking well, for. Well,
3: there was co- capital costs mentioned, but I think there was there was some talk of a of a, of a sum for for, for oh, running, yeah. running costs as well. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Well, that's In now egging, as well. That's
1: egging the pudding, I yeah. am. suggest. Well, yeah. as
3: if
0: if Shannon Heritage were making a profit going back over would yeah. say, when tourism was last uh, b- before COVID. Yeah, yeah. Um, apart from the now the cost, the capital costs of repairing various things and putting them in mm. working order, uh, you'd expect that It should continue to make a profit. Yeah, you, you would.
1: would. Yeah. The, the, it's worth this little bit of a tiff between Councillor Flynn and Deputy Crow. I found it, it's actually on page six, but it's in a separate box. And uh, Deputy Crowe said, Flynn, Flynn's attempts, quote, undermines the process of negotiations. To mm-hmm. come in with suggestions of raising loans when negotiations are at a delicate stage scuppers what we've been trying to do. Nearly 30 million of a loan was raised for the Cliffs of Moher, Flynn responded. Yeah. There are lives at stake here. Crow answered back, a loan competes with getting state funding. It lets the government off the hook which Deputy Crowe is a member of, it's pointed out, Flynn reminded the former councillor, ye have 13 Fianna Fáil councillors on Clare County Council. That's the majority. Talk to them. This was labelled a spin by the Clare TD. Yes. So it was, I would have loved to have been there to see that little bit of a, an exchange. But okay. anyway, you can read all about it in the papers. We'll move
0: on to farming. And we're staying in the front page of the Clare Champion. Uh, Fiona McGarry ha- uh, has the piece there. And uh, the headline is Anger at Unholy Mess over Burn Farming Scheme. So changes to an award-winning scheme that has supported farmers to deliver millions of euros worth of conservation measures in the burn has been branded an unholy mess.
2: Tell me, Jim, if you were listening to this programme out in the the valleys... Of East Clare. Of East Clare. (laughs) And you see farming scheme... Burn farming. What in the name of heaven is uh, Fiona talking about?
1: It? Yeah, it's a, it's a scheme. It's essentially, as as I understand it, a scheme to protect the burn and to compensate farmers for not doing what other farmers would be doing, like over fertilizing. So it's a less intensive type of farming, and they're being mm. compensated, and yeah. they're being compensated for the efforts they're making. To um, protect biodiversity yeah. and all the other things that
3: the burn has. Okay. Build, build, build the stone walls and and, and and kind of, of course you're working, John, in the way uh, we, people work before. Like you're you're, yeah. you're not you're not you're not um, putting in we say all these mm-hmm. big plastic sheds and yeah. mm-hmm. all that and maybe manure and all that type of stuff. So much. you
2: support the idea of, of uh, funding? Well,
3: you do, because it's a special area. Yeah. But I think there's yeah. an element of trust here because
0: uh, the farmers. They'd have to transfer to the Agri Climate Rural Environment Scheme. Yeah, uh, I, I get suspicious straight away when I hear yeah. something like that. <laughs> and also, it covers uh, it covers from the Iron Islands and uh, to the west to Loch in East Galway. This Lough is Ray the is new, new scheme. Yes, yeah, yeah. and there's a lot of that not in the burn.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think what they're trying to do is, is remove the burn only scheme and put it into this larger scheme. Of yeah. course, they're particularly worried about um, a decrease in the amount of money that they're getting. So yeah. according to this report uh, from the Clare Champion, the average payment could decrease from around €9,000 to €7,000. So that would be significant um, enough and they're rightly to be they're right to be agitated because it's a different type of farming in Norway. No,
2: it mm. is The the new the newly elected president of uh, Brazil. Lula. Yeah. Silva. Uh, he has indicated and that's a major concession, I think it is anyway, uh, that they they are willing to look at the global Impact of cutting down the, uh, the actual Amazon forest. Mm. Okay, the, in other words, the world will be asked to contribute to the fund that uh, you know will be necessary in order to ensure that um, Brazil does not carry the cost of this on their own. Mm. Do you support that idea of you know? funding groups, such as, let us say, the, the Bourne yeah. Farming Scheme. Yeah. Uh,
3: well, You're you the, the, the kind of man that asks sometimes. But, but all well, farmers, every, every farmer's been supported, John. Huh? There's yeah. loads of money being put into famine, uh, farming from up to, up to maybe... Uh,
2: Do you remember the time that we had difficulty doing a bit of a count up in Louth in yeah. relation to the number of uh, sheep? Mm. That had been claimed for. Do you do you remember that? Do you? No, yeah. is there a is there a lack of kind of real sincere uh, over, over oversight? I don't.
3: I, I don't mm. have the reason why because suddenly all these mm, things now are kind up in the sky. There is. A, <laughs> there there
1: are some farmers who will entirely embrace it, and particularly I was over in the Burren, uh for the Winteridge uh, fest, festival. For did the, you walk it? I did. And I could get the sense that that farmer uh, was really into, Mm. shall we say, into the biodiversity, the environmental sort of stuff that farming is. I compare that to my own father, who's now no longer with us, who was only token. He wanted the money, he was only willing to do the minimum amount. (laughs) Required, and even then, it was a bit of a challenge to get yeah. it motivated. Yes. So I think there's two. There he could took be, the money, though. Oh, oh, he
2: did. Certainly did. Oh. Of course, you 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 are you are a about that. I know that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> But but you started with the question: Is do would I mind? I don't mind. I anything that helps here. But burn is a tiny thing. I'd be more interested in saving the bogs. But I'd have no. I'd have. I'd have no problem with our money. Going to support the Amazon rainforest as long as there are guarantees that the next man who, or woman who comes in won't backtrack on it, just as Mr. the former president, yeah, Mr. Bolsonaro, backtracked. Yeah. So there would have to be guarantees. Um, yeah. But Europe, it's effect. This is all European money okay. that's yes. going in to protect the boren and all of our other things. It's the Common Agricultural Policy. Mm. Yeah. So it's European taxpayers are paying for the protection of our resources here. As, as well as ourselves,
3: yeah, There's yes. 330 three hundred farmers in in the scheme in the barn at the teeth. and 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 account to um, Brendan Dunford, who is the, the head headman up there, it's going very well now they want to expand the scheme to one thousand three hundred farmers yeah,
2: but then uh, you gone outside what we call the burn
3: yeah really well Lo and La Cray and the barn are, are complete are two completely different places, John
2: yeah.
1: I don't know why they're doing it because it seems to be such a success, and um, it, I think the farmers there have a point.
2: Yeah. Well,
1: usually
0: when the government decides to kind of rationalize or redo something, it's to save money. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that is the, the normal yeah. reason why they do. Now, without knowing exactly in this case, but that's, certainly the farmers are concerned.
2: And does Yugoslavia, I mean, it's a caustic, uh, yeah. um Area, yeah. geologically, yeah. akin to the barn. Yeah. Do we ever get any mention uh, of their, uh, you know, entitlements, or no. do they get anything? I'm sure they
1: do because they're a poorer country. Well, the former Yugoslavia. I don't know where yeah. the Karas landscape is. is. It in Serbia or somewhere else in the former Yugoslavia. But i but they're a poorer, and the type of farming I, sus- I suspect they do out there is less intensive anyway than the type yeah. of farming we do.
0: Yeah. Okay. Listen, we we need to move on. Uh, looking at uh, the, again the front of the Clare Echo the front page of the Clare Echo councillors yeah. call cab over Venice crimes and uh, it does detail in both papers that's a new um, one now it's in it's in page well starting in page, page 1 of the one, Clare yeah. Echo yeah. Uh, it's also on page 3 in the Clare Champion where yeah. the fire service was attacked when it went to put out a fire
3: okay, over yeah. Halloween how do you
2: deal with that kind of thing?
3: well well the, the that's treden before treden before Halloween they had they had been attacked on a few occasions before they went the window yeah. to, to control fires it's young but
2: I, I gather it's young a young
3: generation that are engaged the young thing, generation yeah
2: what's the what, I mean
0: is it just I mean is it just pe- people are out of control or are there criminal elements behind it we're looking at what park article on the front page of the the champion is yeah. you you think maybe there are criminal elements where there's a
1: call for CAB to yeah. um, to come in and uh, and have a look. This yeah. is, I think, the the actual. I, I think it's a very serious situation. We've seen yeah. we've seen what's happening in Dublin and other cities. Yeah. I think it's a symptom of our current society. Okay, okay. It's happening in many many towns and, okay. and cities. Sorry, David about David? But but the councillors calling for the Criminal Assets Bureau. The, the Criminal Assets Bureau would have no role in this, really. It's the Guarantee who have the immediate role um, to, yeah. to to settle matters of, of public order. Yeah. If if they're um, they, the criminal assets bureau come in at a different level, you know they're not going to stop anti-social no, would, behaviour.
0: Would it suggest that it's more than yeah.
1: simply anti-social behaviour? Okay,
3: yeah. the definitely. More in, in that one, there now in the front of the Do you know where it's definitely it's organized. Talking
2: about.
1: But organized crime, again, is the criminal justice bureau, which is not part of the Gardee, by the way. The criminal Assets bureau targets a particular... I happen to have met the head of the criminal Assets bureau, um, who, is a, who is actually a superintendent. But he, he explained to me that, that actually the criminal Assets bureau is an independent organization outside of the Gardee completely. Yeah. They work very closely with the Gardee. They also work very closely with, with uh, Revenue and all the yes. other agencies yes. of the state. But they, they have a particular remit and may, it is part, I'm sure it may be part of this story, but councillors calling for the... The criminal justice bureau doesn't work like this.
2: Yeah. May, they well, come
1: in and wait, wait, no. sort out this sort of that's, don't that's that's because it, That's
2: because the, 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 um, the limits of the power which the cab have, that's, that's changeable. I mean, there's nothing to stop a government saying uh, that... This type of behavior, which is destroying property, which is anti-investment, on the one hand you have uh, local authorities doing their best to support village, village life and settlement, okay. yeah. and you have down the road you have guys, presumably they're guys. Uh, engaged in a nefarious body uh,
3: yeah. Uh, yeah. but I wonder well, that's what we have the guards the police, for the no, I, a drug a drug, a drug um, I think so, drug you, belts I, I think so. Well. Yeah, but, but I often think the Gardaí
0: right. are going in to tackle this with their two hands tied behind, behind, behind their, their backs back, yeah. because I think my own opinion from fo- following this kind of thing yeah. over the while is until we get our sentencing policy right mm. and our the court system set up, um, nothing will happen, because I think sentences are too light.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, people are getting off too easy. Mm. Um, Guards are going in and doing their job and coming back, and these guys are getting sort low sentences, yeah, yeah. and and they and they and don't care. Right, yeah. They
1: just don't care. But there's
0: a, don't cost care.
2: Factor, there's a cost factor on the cent, attaching to center. Of course it? there is, but the cost I mean, about how much? How, how you want
1: to put them out in Africa, don't you want, uh,
2: Jim? Well, there was a
1: suggestion. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, just to be fair to the to the police, in, in it's in Owen Ryan's piece at the very end, in Shannon, Sergeant Seamus Mulligan said that Halloween hadn't been overly problematic. It was relatively quiet. There were a couple of incidents that weren't Halloween-related, but nothing out of the ordinary. Separately, he said that four houses had been raided in Shannon last Friday with a significant amount of drugs found in two of them, including quantities of amphetamines, cocaine, and cannabis, as well as a sum of cash. Sergeant Mulligan said that there will be a lot of focus on drug dealing in the town in the coming months. So I think the guards are, they, they have powers, they've yeah. they have raided four houses, which is a serious enough. Yeah. But then when, when somebody gets two years in
0: prison, I know. with yeah. the last 18 months suspended, yeah, it's been there. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, this yeah. kind of thing yeah. is <laughs> just crazy. Yeah, yeah. Listen, yeah. We, need, we need to go on. Uh, I'm looking at page six and seven of the Claire Echo and uh, no Jim I just yes, want to say please
1: do not raise this <laughs> it? <laughs> look it's our
0: job what is it? to report what's there six and I three. mean our it's listeners spiritual. depend on us huh? for accuracy and this
1: will depress our listeners it Jim. will not <laughs>
0: <laughs> it certainly doesn't depress me anyway uh, page six and seven yeah a two page spread from home gallery interiors all about Christmas oh, what's your problem I've no problem. David has
1: the no problem. <laughs> it's too early to be talking about Christmas. But was, you said the last year. F- Well, it's now getting worse. About two or three weeks ago, I saw the first Christmas trees being put up in the house. <laughs> yeah. and yeah. it was October. And yeah.
3: the Christmas Ed stepped last night. Yeah. And, the, and Lyric the, FM
1: have a rule; they don't play any Christmas music. I think until the sixth of December, yeah. and yeah. I'm with them on that. Yeah, I yeah. think Well, thing, well good
2: thing, on. Is who will get this one right now? The toy show got its first mention when? I would say in June. Uh, when? Well, just a week out, July. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm. yeah? Mm. And David, That's I mean, you Is that disgraceful? It is. Your
0: children are very young. They are. Uh, it will get more and more and more yeah. expensive as they get older. <laughs> Thanks, Jim. Thanks. Yeah. Listen, on the other uh, hand, we're talking about lights and uh, Christmas lights. It's on page five of the Clare Echo. And it's on, the, it's on the front page, actually, of the care champion as well. Um, Ennis, which will yeah. probably set the scene for the rest of the country, are 12 hours of lights, 3 p.m. to 3 a.m. for Christmas lights.
1: 3 p.m. to 3 a.m.? Yes. Yeah. Why do we need the lights on at 3 a.m. in the morning?
2: Well, you're going hmm. to have the pubs open until 6am, aren't you? Well, you're going to have... Um, that
1: doesn't come in until next year, so... <laughs> no, you <only>, <laughs> for this Christmas.
3: Yeah, <laughs> night comes open until 2 o'clock. Uh, do you think they'd
1: well, be happy... Are they happy to see the Christmas lights? When they come out, yeah.
3: yeah. No, well, I'd say, yeah. <laughs> you know,
2: Pat, when when you were in the pub trade, when did you put up the uh, the, the first Christmas I don't know, decoration? I the
3: 8th of December. The 8th of September? The 8th of December. <laughs> December. That's about the right time. The 8th of December, yeah.
1: yeah. We're, we're being encouraged And to I, don't, I
3: don't do it at home either until the 8th of December. And I yeah, 8th yeah. of December.
1: We're being encouraged to conserve energy, um, yeah. particularly our p- in the public domain. Hmm. Like, why should
3: they not go off, let's say, at midnight or at one
2: a.m.? I'm yeah. with you. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Would you make a, a formal complaint?
3: I will. Well, there, were, there were 24 hours the last three years, so at least... Uh, well, that, that was a made, complete waste, wasn't it? 50% now. Yeah.
2: Anyway, okay, listen,
0: we we'll go on one more item before we close, and that is, it's on page uh, 14 of the Clare Champion and the North West Clare page. And often we don't go... We a cursory look at the, at the West and North Clare page because it's the East Clare page that our um, listeners are more interested in. But it says... West Clare station hits the right notes, and it's, it's to do with our colleagues in, and our friends even in Radio Karkabashkan. and they're based in Kilrush and and they provide a great service there at as, as a community level, where Radio Karkabashkan community radio. But they have um, been successful, and they have won two Crail awards during the week. Crail is the organisation, a kind of an umbrella body for community stations, which this station is a member of as well. But uh, there was the awards took place on Thursday, uh, the October 27th, a couple of weeks ago, and uh, in the Connacht Hotel in Galway, and um, our friends and colleagues in Radio Corkerboskin won Jim, two awards. Uh, we didn't enter anything. We we didn't enter anything, John, but.
1: Uh, but well, we might next year. We will next year. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I think congratulations to them. And we talk about local media and local newspapers, <laughs> but we never actually talk about, about so much about radios, uh, the, 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 the power of community radio. I mean, we talk about ourselves, but um, we forget that there are so many community radios around the, lo- around the county and around the province and the country, mm-hmm. um, and it's, it's very nice to see it. Yeah. It's pretty Okay. Pat, I, we're breaking for uh,
0: our break and our cup of tea in the <laughs> middle of the program. Uh, have you
3: a... You must have a piece of it's, music. Of uh, course. As, as, um, as, as we're still in November and we're on the... Uh, uh, with the Ghostbusters for Ray Parker Jr. (laughs) (laughs) Good stuff.
0: Very, very seasonal. Okay, Ghostbusters, Ray Parker Jr. Thank you, Pat. And we'll see you in part two. And you're very welcome back. You're listening to Scarlet Bay Community Radio and local media this week. And there we had, uh, back from the 80s, uh, Ray Parker Jr. and Ghostbusters. Now, and we have another track from uh, Pat as we close the programme later on. In the second part of the show, we talk generally about East Clare matters and things that come up in the paper. And I see there's an article there in uh, the Clare Champion in relation to the regeneration of Scarif. I think it's on page two of The Clare Champion. Last week, we looked at uh, an advertisement in the paper, a sort of a a kind of a planning notice, I suppose you'd call it, where it outlined various things. But um, definitely, it's
2: it's something to look forward to in Scarif. Absolutely. One of the things that comes out uh, is the hub concept here. In, in the um, Merryman Tavern, that's going to be developed as a, a hub. We don't have a hub in Scarborough, all the other things we have. Hmm. So that's going to be, um, uh, and, and of course the parking comes up, that comes up perennially, but it, it appears that we have a solution. Okay.
1: Well, the, that they're going to put in a car park as part yes, of this. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah Councillor John Cooney, who has raised the parking issue in Scariff, as he says himself, on umpteen occasions, yeah. said he is delighted with the progress today. The new, this news is simply fantastic. He said, it's great that there has been so much progress in such a, such a short space of time. We're all well aware of the parking issues in Scariff this will go some way towards addressing that. I believe the application will be approved. So it's it's mm. an application we dealt with last week, Jim, mm. as you said. It's going straight on board Panola. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see. I, I'm curious about another thing that we covered in the past, which Jim may be able to address, is the the improvement of the pub, public realm in the square of Tomb Graney. Is that progressing, Jim, or what do we know? About in it? Scarif. In Scarif. What yeah. do they say?
0: Um, It's... It's down the line. It's at the, the planning, planning stage, stage yeah. at the moment. I know um, money was, was acquired by the yeah. Scarif Town teams who employed consultants, and their report is yeah. due right. and fairly soon. It's at an advanced stage. And
3: when the plan comes up, then I think the council are going in and they look for more money. To they do. Yeah, yeah. That's it the way it yeah. too.
0: And the council yeah. are, too. are on board with this. I mean, they're not mm. central to it at the moment, but they're there and i suppose in a consultancy role because there's no point in consultants coming up with something that the county council would, would shoot, shoot down shoot
3: down yeah. i mean so yeah
0: they're all working together on it yeah. at the moment yeah.
3: and it's the same there with that with that we uh, uh, jim there in 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 the in scariff um, um a further application for funding will be will be made once the planning is approved so once once the plans and in, in, in place, There, have the, the, the more money coming through.
0: So there was a time, John, though, that the Merriman Tavern was a throbbing hub of Indeed. East Clare. <laughs> Absolutely. Of a different kind. Yes, <laughs> definitely.
3: I think yeah. we, we missed the youth there, yeah. But it's almost enormous occasions. <laughs> I mean, the
0: fact is, though, it holds you know, great memories for a lot of people. Yeah. in East Clare and beyond. Yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. who came and saw the cream of Irish folk music and yeah.
2: ballads. And oh, in the, in the good old days. In the good yeah. old days. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And parking wasn't an issue. You could park anywhere. Anywhere. Oh, yeah. And yeah. you could drink several pints and drive <laughs> home comfortably without fear yeah. of anything. But we're yeah.
2: not
1: endorsing that
0: now. We certainly are you know, I <laughs> no.
2: remember one night, the, the um, what's the name of the group that were associated strongly with... Uh, uh, nationalism uh, the wolf tones the, the wolf tones, tones. Mm. the wolf tones were playing and we Marie and myself were in uh, in uh, for a cup of tea afterwards and I played in, on my mouth organ with the wolf tones yeah. <laughs> I, wasn't that a glorious wasn't achievement wasn't it great until, <laughs> and, and like
3: you John they're still going <laughs>
2: Are still on the go? Oh, well, they are. Direct, They're still on the yeah. go, there, yeah, yeah. Um,
3: i have got a great boost there lately with yes, the, with the, with the, with the with song. With the Celtic symphony. The, the ladies were singing up in on the, the, side. In in the dressing room. And really? The lady really?
0: footballers, yeah. Okay, so uh, that's the Scarf generation, the uh, regeneration. I'm just wondering, yeah. as a kind of a parting shot, yeah. could they not put in some EV chargers? In uh, the car park. In the car park, that would be great. And certainly. are you sure they're not going to do that? Oh, not, I don't know. I haven't oh, I seen <laughs> it. It's written down anywhere. I'm but, sure. Um, yeah, they're, they're, uh, I know in, in, for example, the Leash County Council Motor Tax Offices, uh, they have installed six uh, or six spaces have been allocated for EV chargers. So, I mean, it's a great idea,
3: uh, yeah. you know. And it makes and sense. It makes, uh, makes great yeah. sense. There are the motor dealers now. Well, I know that the crowd, I bought the car from a anyway. key. Uh, they'll, they'll give you a, a home charger, and they'll install the home charger for yes, if you. If yes, car- car- if you buy electric them. Okay. Anyway, we'll go on. Uh, <laughs> from Scarleth, we'll go in the road to
0: Limerick to UL, who are celebrating oh. their 50th anniversary this year. And... Okay. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's on page on
2: 5 of the Clare Champion. Page 5
0: of the Claire Champion, and with an uh, interesting
2: photograph. Oh, well, a, a fabulous photograph. Uh, I had to look at it twice. <laughs> it was so stunning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, our own David, uh, congratulations, David, and uh, congratulations on the, on the university reaching its 50th year and celebrations
0: have started. We come in here, you see, to talk about the news. Yeah, but very seldom does do one of us make the news. Make the news, yeah, yeah. So David, it's tell a us what's embarrassing. Co- really. <laughs> you may
2: you may put down on your on your your CV, yeah. uh, you know, uh, the learning curve with Scarf Bay. <laughs> yes, uh, yes, and yes, you yes, got so your that. picture on the kerchief. Well, bill. that's <laughs> the embarrassing bit because um,
1: anyway, I know it's 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 the university is celebrating 50 years and. Uh, it's a milestone, and we have, I've, I've been tasked you to have, chair I see that. The, uh, the various planning for it, and it got underway uh, last May. It will continue until May 2023. What, what can a, we look various forward public events.
2: What can we look forward to? Well,
1: the highlight will be in about two weeks when there's a gala concert in the University Concert Hall. Oh. Um, we hope a, sp- a very special visitor will be there. I can't reveal that because he hasn't responded as yet. But um, it's a concert with the Irish Chamber Orchestra. The Irish Chamber Orchestra based on the campus, on the Clare side of the campus. Yeah. And um, it's, a public, it's a public concert. It's com- very competitively priced. I think tickets are only 22 euro um, for a full night. Of, of, and the, the students are there as well, and as well as the Irish Chamber Orchestra and the Irish World Academy. When is but the concert old, taking place? That's still? the 24th of November. Uh, Thursday evening, 24th of November. But there's a whole range of things um, happening as well. And next spring, there'll be uh, a sort of a community sports day. So any member of the public can come in and embrace all the clubs and societies that will be on display. But anyway, there's a whole whole range of events. A very nice thing that I think we're doing, because I think the campus is one of the nicest yeah. you know, that we have uh, in, in Ireland. We're planting 50 trees um, on the Clare side of the campus in the form of an avenue. Uh, that any, Anybody familiar with, the, with UL knows that it's full of beautiful trees. And so this will be, we'll be planting 50 trees for 50 years in that avenue along the spine road there on the Clare side. So that's, one of, that's an example of one of the things that are happening. So um, we're, 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 we're in the middle of it now, so that's why I look a bit tired.
2: You <laughs>
1: do. <laughs> you still haven't lost any of your sharpness. Uh, no, so can <laughs> we wish you?
2: Can we wish you well in the yeah. pursuit?
1: Well, thank you, John. Like so many of our students come from Clare, mm. um, we forget that sometimes. Yes. Uh, but so many. So, and we have so. There is now one hundred and seventeen thousand alumni since nineteen seventy-two. One hundred seventeen thousand. Really. Mm. Um, we now have 17,000, verging on 18,000 students mm. uh, uh, on campus at the moment. 18,000? 18, 18,000. So, you know, we're, we're it's a very large... We started with 114 mm. in 1972.
2: Will the Ring Road impact?
1: Well, uh, um, The university anticipates the development of the Northern Distributor Road and the development of um, a strategic development zone on that side if the road gets built. Um, that's the very much the long-term future. That road is very uncertain at the moment. But you won't be building anything on the site
0: of it. Oh well, we don't. The, don't the road
1: known. would come to us rather than it wouldn't be on the university's property as such. Oh yes. David, uh, any chance? It any would provide chance? access to the university on that side.
2: Hmm. What about campus building for residential?
1: Yeah, actually, UL has always had a very good reputation. We had more residential accommodation than any other university. So, at one point, we were able to house twenty-seven percent of the campus uh, uh, students. Twenty-seven, which was more than any other university. And since then, they've bought up various other properties close to the campus,
2: walking distance. Walking distance, and
1: there are plans to build more. with the crisis that's happening but the university will never be able to provide everybody a space no university ah, could mm. but there are plans there are certainly plans now you, you, you,
2: your own department mm. for the listeners sake nice to make sure they know who you are yeah, yeah. Me, you, your department is is the department of history department of history yeah and, um, and how we, is how is that going it's yeah? going
1: well and yeah. we um, have 200 first year students in the um, history department? We have 200 first years. What
2: explains that? That's, a, that's a Well, big the,
1: the enormous interest in history. Yeah. The enormous interest in history yeah. amongst young people, which is great to see.
2: Hmm. Why, why is it, do you think? Is this coming in any way from uh, in the politics of America and Trumpism? I, I, <laughs> I, I
1: think as Irish people, we have an, an innate interest in our past Mm. and that is reflected in in all levels of our educational system Um, and that's the way we we do history a little bit different at universities anyway Um, I know we don't have time to get into it today maybe I would like to invite um, the media show to the university some evening to maybe delve into some of these matters further Jim what do you think about that? we would love love it yeah yes
0: absolutely lovely okay we'll go on (laughs) We come out the road a small bit from Plassey, uh, and we stop at O'Brien's Bridge, because there's a piece uh, on the, the papers this week in relation to the junction there between the, the sort of main Killaloo Limerick Road and the cross then over to leading to the bridge over the canal. And uh, I suppose a lot of people, a lot of people from East Clare wanting to avoid the queues at Killaloo mm will use that road, and they'll come out as far as Daly's Cross, turn left, and go into Montpellier and cross the bridge into O'Brien's Bridge, and back
3: out onto the road. And uh, we are all going to Turlands for the last 50 years, ship and that's that's the way we would always go. Yes. Out and yeah.
0: out. Uh,
3: but, but that that junction path has got very busy. Yeah. yeah, it has got busy. Uh, yeah, actually, there's there's there is there is piles a so talking here about a roundabout and an action needed and risky junction, then then as the story. A, a new roundabout should be provided at O'Brien's right cost to eliminate the risk of a serious facility of fatality fec- at peak times, according to the local residents. Describing this junction as treacherous, Tracy Hall said she's glad her children are no longer going to primary school as she was often merely to trying to make make the crossing by, by traffic coming on the main period in my court. We definitely need a no roundabout at the cost. What price do you put on safety? It's, it's particularly dangerous at school times. Something needs to be done. It's a disgrace, she said. Mm-hmm. And, um, Tear County Council said the safety improvement scheme was completed in O'Brien's Beach Cross in 2022 with the provision of improved sight lines. Um, the comments regarding overgrowth at this junction has been fully noted and the schedule of maintenance and low at this location will be reviewed by the municipal District Team. Mm-hmm. Your but friend Pat,
0: Pat Eamon Ryan
3: wa- was in Killaloo during the week. Yeah, he yeah, he was he was he was in he, he turning the side for the new bridge. Yes, to, <laughs> so to, to relieve <laughs> uh, early, the um, O'Brien's bridge. There'd probably be no 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 about an O'Brien's bridge. Well I bridge. think that
1: yeah. is the solution probably in the long term. If people are avoiding Killaloo because Killaloo is congested. Once that, sort, once that problem is solved, that should solve the Montpellier-O'Brien's yeah. Bridge issue. I would have thought, and if well, I, I was the council, I'd be betting on that anyway, and I would be holding up um, I'd be holding up any talk of a roundabout over there if I didn't want to do it.
3: Yeah. But there'd be there'd be, uh, a mm. good bit of traffic outside could there anyway, travelling maybe on the Limerick, Limerick, I do so I
1: have now, I now avoid that road, partly because the roadworks have started for the new bridge and the new road, yeah. and there's, there's traffic lights on it. And, and because of the congestion um, at evening times, mostly at evening times, I now go into the university via Broadford. So I can mm. understand
3: people finding, wanting to find alternative mm. But But like, I, I know the, the, the problem there, maybe it's been a too long, I should know, but, but, but there wouldn't be a big problem there because it's like, there's a huge area you know, that could put down around roundabout for people to... To, to, to slow uh,
0: down. Slow down. The other thing, I suppose, related really that, Pat, no money for the road by Norrie Henches.
3: No, I, well, I didn't say anything too much in the paper about that, Jim, but uh, the, uh, Eleanor Callaghan has been um, has been tweeting on the, on the phone about it, and uh, they have it narrowed down. The, there, there was some work there in the last couple of weeks, but mm. I don't see appeal. Which is more surface work, I think. Surface they, work, yeah, yeah. and the signs and things, probably. Yeah. up. But uh, I think um, they, they, they did apply some money for the council, and um, even going to the door.
0: Yeah, but looking at the road, we'll say, going from Tulla into Ennis, mm. I mean, it really,
2: it's a
3: brilliant road, yeah. except yeah. for that little that's stretch that's there. A a stretch, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's
2: a history, of course, attached to that, isn't
3: there? I don't know what you're saying, but they, they, they couldn't widen it anyway. <laughs> OK. Mm. Listen, um, I suppose, back
0: to the Clare Ec- or the Clare Echo, and the East Clare page, uh, and we feature there ourselves as a radio station. Uh, Scareth Bay Community Radio retained GA media rights. What and, does that uh, mean, Jim? It means that we will we as a radio station will have the same access to sporting uh events, GA sporting events, that we have had. In other words, there were all sorts of rumors with the new contract being signed by the GEA with the media right around the country. And this covers all media from TV to Sky to RT to, to local Clare FM and, and various other stations. But uh, anyway, the headline is that uh, Scarif Bay Community Radio retain GEA media rights. And Parik's story says Scarif Bay Community Radio and Clare FM will continue to have access to broadcast GEA games. There were stories emanating from Kenya Ken- 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 yeah. That, well, uh, yeah that community stations wouldn't have um,
3: access, or, or certainly not the same access, that they have had heretofore. But, mm-hmm. um, but the Director of Communications with the G. Alan Minton, confirmed to the cleric of the Scarborough Community Radio, will continue to have access to broadcast games. There is no change in the pre-existing arrangements and we, are, we acknowledge and welcome to great work many community stations do for all games nationwide, right, he stated.
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah. So Porrik uh McMahon McMahon uh had an interview with Alan Milton and um so it's it's great anyway and there's a picture there of Leo and Pat and uh Michael Murphy was actually yeah. there with them one day and uh as as Luke pointed out that one day that was my car in the background with the boot open and I suppose <laughs> got all sorts of stuff trailing out of it. And uh, the gazebo was there as well to keep Leo and passion company
2: Dry. Jim, in so. case we forget it, we didn't, uh, when we were talking about UL, we didn't uh, refer to the fact that David, David Lemmy himself is chairman of UL's working group, um, responsible for organising the University of Limerick's Golden Jubilee. Okay, so. so we wish you well on that particular task.
1: Thank, thanks very much, John. And he can
0: get stuck in that once he has his radio work done. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> anyway, uh, on to some drama. Uh, two uh, items of drama. First of all, the uh, Slivati Drama Group are involved in uh, the their pub theatre, and that takes place in Ryan's. It's on page 13 of Claire Champion. And that takes place in Ryan's,
3: uh, I think the week after next. Yeah. So um, It's on the 11th, 12th, and 13th of November.
0: Yeah, and it's always brilliant because uh, I think inside, you know, the atmosphere that's, and it's been in Ryan several times, the atmosphere in the pub, and the fact that it's, you know, a couple of short plays. Mm. I don't know if it's two or three short plays yeah. that they do, and they're two usually be very, very funny. Mm. The yeah.
2: Hamlet one is one of those shorties, and yes. it's worth going to see that alone. Good yeah. stuff.
1: Yeah. The, w- one is called The Last Tango in Little Grimly, uh-huh. which is billed as a sex comedy. Yeah. Um, Wouldn't be the first sex comedy that
0: Sleabati <laughs> has <put> <laughs> performed? <laughs>
1: mm. But anyway, there's a, nice, there's a nice set of pictures there. It dominates the page, page 13. So I um, yeah. encourage listeners to have a look there. You'll recognise some familiar faces, I suspect. Yes.
2: And so there's, there's an amazing amount of uh, theatre for the month of November yeah. and, and December. Because, John, we have the Midnight Court as well. And yeah. I know you're yeah. looking forward to that. Yes, very much. Why did you say that now, James? you've told me <laughs> it's
1: on page 10 it's on page 10 yeah. Yeah. yeah i don't know would you describe it as a sex comedy but there's certainly sex or lack of it involved in it anyway the well, course. body
0: is the word that, that, yes. has, that has been yeah. used i think they don't shy away from it yeah in terms yeah. of written in 1780 yes yeah.
2: and it's on the, uh it's on the 19th uh, of november it's, Saturday the, it's the
0: first event in the new hall uh, ah. adjacent to GA premises or in Scarborough where we games, are at
2: the moment where we are where our studio is as well and tell me how about how uh, what kind of work has to be done on the uh, on the hall to make it finally presentable well
0: the I mean people who mightn't have been in the premises for a long time they'll be amazed when they come on the 19th to see the work that's been done for example the hall which they would have known always uh, has been enlarged and uh new electrics and new floor new ceiling the whole place has been totally revamped yeah. uh, it's just adjacent to our studio and um of course that night there'll be a stage and there'll be lighting and and everything yeah. will be
3: tickets becomes, 10 euro and they can be got at the door at the door there's no pre-booking, no pre-booking actually, booking. which is yeah. a great thing yeah and then just under the, under drama again back in dunbeg they have a festival uh one w- uh, egg festival and it's on uh, on the 12th and to, um 12th to 13th, and 14th of november okay and you have you have um, you have, um all over the country coming there for the for
2: and pat there's a there's a fine big concert jim um, in Whitegate. on yes. the 24th of november that's um uh, i just learned of that today okay and there's a musical There's a musical in the college. There's a musical. By the students themselves. That's right, yes.
0: And the musical in the college uh, will be on, I have the dates actually here somewhere. The end of November. The end of November. It's it's midweek maybe for about three nights. Yeah. uh, And we'll be featuring that on Saturday Chronicle in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Fashion. And I know all of you are (laughs) aficionados of fashion, but I don't see any of you pictured in, in the fabulous photos that there are both on the East Clare page in the Clare Echo, and also in the living section, I think, in the Clare Champion, um, photos of
1: uh, gorgeous people. Yes, um, pages two and three of the living, there's four photos there. um, And you get a real sense by looking at these photos of the popularity of the... Um, I think it's an annual affair, of course, not during COVID. But I, I think it's a, now considered an annual event. Is it, it is.
0: Well, it's part of the the, the college our fundraising. Fundraising yeah. for uh, a new astroturf yes uh, pitch and running yeah. track. Yeah. And um, and it's 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 part of that. But sure, it's a great night. I mean, for it those is, who well, enjoy that.
1: It looks anybody there? There's lots of smiling faces and
2: there's no male face, though.
1: there? Isn't one? I I'm looking at the crowd here, and it's. All, I can't see yeah. one man. He's either hiding or he's not there. Well, our
0: but colleague Jim O'Brien was there. What Definitely. Was he? He was. He was the MC. Oh. The joint MC. Himself
3: yeah. and, and Ruth O'Hagan. Right. Well, the, there was a lady on promoted on Claire Levin one, one, uh, one morning there yeah. before, and she said, it was a night for ladies. That there was there was no men. Oh, well, uh, men weren't invited. Is, men is what men you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> to pay in, but, uh, well, the but, pictures so, are fabulous, and you there should certainly
0: on stage. You should certainly pick up the papers if you haven't done so yeah. already. The, uh, the, the, the photograph
1: is by Eugene McCarthy uh, McCaffrey McCafferty, yeah. and he was the man who took my photograph. And he's uh, it's the hidden side of the newspaper. Uh, these the photographers but they really do add to the quality of the
2: newspaper yes oh yes
0: okay looking at the Clare Echo today um, I mean the things you see in the Clare Echo I was I was having breakfast during the week with my wife and I was reading the Clare Echo and um, I saw a thing about
2: Torpy Harleys you mean you weren't talking
0: no I I spo- okay. gave her the Clare Champion I like <laughs> the Echo. but um Torpy Harleys yes. are Breaching, are breaking out i mean they went from act to bamboo a few years ago and we had john in and his son uh, now they're past they're going they're leading the
3: fashion world yeah top and sustainable uh, at, at leisure wear range so um there's a nice photograph here i see kian lynch is in it anyway and there's a, a couple of nice looking ladies and and uh, i don't know who the, the fellow is is that shane amore yeah
0: just, i don't think so no
3: no maybe not yeah. Anyway, uh,
0: we, we were looking at it and then we saw it the paper, we saw it in the Clare Echo, and 25. we went, page 25, and we, we went to the ie website. And there's loads of ideas there for Christmas. And it's not kind of bottom of the range
1: fashion now, it is, it is oh, good yeah. stuff. Made in yeah. Portugal. And is this the this sort of stuff now that you would wear playing? A, a sport, or is it sort of casual wear, or what? Oh, it's casual. Casual. You I could wear, you'd wear it casually, but you could also
0: wear it to the gym.
3: I
1: see, I see. Well, that cuts it out for me, so. Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you don't have to go to the gym. <laughs> uh, okay. looking... Yeah, visit Tropy.ie visit topi, visit for further information on our products. Follow on social at uh, Tropy Apparel uh, on Instagram. And they're talking on TikTok. So,
0: so it's actually very good, and you can buy straight from the web. And yeah. I recommend people who at least have a look. Um, again, on page seven, uh, Fiona of Clare Champion, Fiona McGarry, has a uh, a piece on the the headline is a prestigious gong for East Clare Soap Company, and uh, Tony Hoyne uh, is the is the person who runs it, and they have. Uh, they have won an award for uh, the, for pound free zero-waste Irish soaps limited, and they have won uh, a national award for its dedication to sustainability and waste reduction.
3: Yeah, I, I looked at their website this evening, yeah. Jim, and uh, there were some uh, some lovely presentations of 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 of, um, of soap and a darn different. Uh, Sins and all that kind of stuff. So would you I be into in, that, Noel? It looked, looked impressive. Okay. It. Good. What is possible? Would you be I buying? Might, I might buy a few barrels for my wife for Christmas. And would you be sampling it yourself? <laughs> well, I would, yeah. I would
2: <laughs> well, you know? Wouldn't wouldn't you be proud of the fact that in the small village of scarf Tom Greenie, Tom and Tom Greenie, <laughs> that uh, it's not was a ghost behind me there (laughs) but but you know when when you have visitors coming for a weekend it's nice to be able to give them a little memento it is actually and And we've done it particularly the
1: chocolate we send off to American
2: to and the soap is, is, is another one it is yeah. one. it is great yeah. just, you're, you're very
1: welcome here's some soap go wash
0: yourself
2: <laughs> <laughs> just,
1: just, the, the same company has been on page 26 the business excellent awards 2022 finalists yeah. are announced the same the same are announced there Ham free
0: okay listen we've come to the end of our program many thanks to everybody thank you John S you welcome and Pat O'Brien thanks Jim and David Fleming thanks Jim and thanks to Luke for, for all the various interjections plus uh, the engineering today. Pat, have we some music? Yeah, we'll finish with Glyn Miller in the mood. And we're all in, in the mood. mood this evening. Thank you very much for listening to us. Uh, we we'll talk to you with the help of God next Sunday uh, afternoon. For the moment from us, goodbye and God bless. <laughs>